0: I just want to let you know that we are back. Welcome back to the Cross That Minds Podcast, guys. My name is V alongside...
1: It's your boy, Big Rob. How you guys doing? It's nice to... Whatever this is again. This is one of those intimate, low-quality, we ain't at the studio episodes. You know who to blame for that shit.
0: Chill. Life is... Life is going... Life is like kicking my butt cheeks because I started school again. So... What? I wish your chair could stop. Like
1: they can't hear me because we're using one mic. So
0: <laughs> Rob lost the cord to the mic, so that's why we only using one mic.
1: Put that on. Put that on your kids. I lost. I lost the cord. Go ahead. Tell the people the truth, please.
0: You said the loft the cord. All right. But yeah, right now we got to share one mic, one love. So that's how this this episode is gonna be. Low quality, high vibrations. That's how we starting it off this week. But we'll be back in the studio next week. We got y'all.
1: Don't talk to your people, man. You lying to them. Tell, talk to your people.
0: First of all, I'm not lying. I literally took accountability that I said we on low quality, high vibrations. And I started school again, so I'm on the struggle bus. Why can't you appreciate my honesty? Is that something that men don't want?
1: Nice try. That was bullshit. That that whole that was all bullshit. She they you know you know how women do. They misplace the chords that I had right here, but because it looked like a mess to them, you feel me? It wasn't acceptable. So we're stuck with one mic, passing it back and forth. She's laughing, her eyes are watering and stuff. E-e-e- listen, I don't, listen, I'm just here. Remember, she's the star. This is her show. I'm letting her do her thing.
0: I just didn't want to go another week without recording because last time we took a little mini sabbatical and I didn't want that to happen again. So I'd rather have this than nothing at all because I love y'all and I want to produce quality <laughs> episodes for y'all.
1: Oh my God, this one mic shit is crazy. It's like literally handing the mic back and forth. You will not hear me and her talking at the same time. It's it's absurd. It's crazy. It's crazy. I This is... Remember y'all called me Diva Rob for the entire 2023 summer? I feel it. I feel very Diva-esque. Like, this is beneath me. This is beneath my station. Solo micing. This is disgusting. Hello, Crossing lines podcast, folks. Nice to, again, nice to, I, I don't know what this is, but nice to this again. <sighs>
0: Anyway, we're just going to keep pushing through. We're going to make the best of what we have right now because the show must go on. That's just how it is. So I wanted to talk about a question that I brought to Rob's attention today, and I want to know how you guys feel about it as well. So the question was, should a woman leave her husband if she found out he cheated on her twice in a span of being married for 20 years? And... He didn't cheat for any bad reasoning. He cheated because he could, but the catch is he was a good provider. She didn't lack anything. He paid all the bills. He was there when she called. I want to know: Is that a man that you should stay with because he cheated twice?
1: I, I don't know this this question. When you even when you asked it earlier, it kind of like stumped me because I'm like, damn what do I tell a woman who's been with somebody for 20 years? You know what I'm saying? Like, you've been with this motherfucker for 20 years. He cheated on you twice. What what I kept asking was, what's the time frame between the cheats? Like, did he cheat on you twice recently? 10 years ago? In the beginning, that was very important. So if you could tell me that, I could probably better answer the question. It,
0: there was no real <laughs> part time frame. It was more... So the first scenario that I gave you was it was recent.
1: How would you feel, or what should she do? I mean, if it's recent, I think after twenty fucking years, if it's recent, the better I think the better thing to do is sit down and ask that nigga why, like what happened. Because I I know you giving me the premise he he did it because he could, but he could have for twenty fucking years and didn't, and decided to do it on year nineteen and twenty. Something's off, you know what I'm saying? That's the beginning of something rather than it being an old problem. I mean, I wish the people could hear what you had to say while I'm talking, but they can't because we're using one mic. Um, but <laughs> but um, um, yeah, like 20 years, first of all.
0: Since I- and
1: I hit her in the chin with the mic, too. Sorry, babe.
0: <laughs> so my thing is, why is it that it has to be something? You know how men, they get washed and they go through the midlife crisis that they go through. So they want to make sure that they still have it. That's where he probably felt like he needed to go get some young veg.
1: Yeah, you're trying to vilify this guy. Um, This is your scenario. You're making them look bad. They can't hear you. You, you, if you want to talk, you better take the mic. Look. First of all,
0: first of all, I'm not trying to make him look. Here you look go. Here you bad. go. Take the mic. <laughs> I wasn't trying to make him look bad. The that was a legit question that I that was brought up brought to my attention, and I wanted it answered. So I gave the same exact details in the same exact scenario. What should she do? Should she just say, "Oh well, f it." you know, look past it because he's a provider and he does everything else and he is there at her beck and call? Or should she break up with him and start over?
1: Fuck. If that's the options, you better stay. You better stay. That nigga's been with you for 20 years. You break up with him and start over, you ain't never going to find that shit again. And all them niggas going to cheat on your ass too. I'm not going to hold you. And, again, you're you're not saying, again – this is a hypothetical, so you know. Whenever I give a good point, she's gonna throw some extra shit on it to make it sound worse and and like kind of fuck up the point that I was making. But if he was, excuse me, one mic, one mic, one mic. Thanks. Um, <laughs> if he, oh my god, yo, this is ridiculous. This is so ridiculous.
0: This screams indie. <laughs> it screams poverty. Indie pod, oh, yeah. guys, listen. Let just hear Rob's bullshit.
1: Uh this is, I'm sorry. Listen, we're not in the studio. This is not one of them episodes. I don't have that energy for you. Th- y'all could literally hear the difference in my tone when we're in the house recording one of these. We've done a few of these before. You know what I'm saying? My energy here is much different than when it's in the studio. This is more ASMR personal, like we're talking to it's them. So to to Shut the me. fuck hop. <laughs> anyway. Um, um like like, listen. V keeps throwing like extra stuff on it. But if it's something that happened recent, I think before before you just get up and leave or cause a scene, it has to be something y'all should talk about. Maybe it is a midlife crisis. Maybe it's something that you do need to talk to him about. I just don't. I just don't see the the point of kind of just like getting up and just running from it if it was recent. That recent, but if you decide, you know what I'm saying. I couldn't tell a woman to leave a situation like that, because then if she goes out there into the world, tries to find another. Stop looking at me. I'll, I'll bang this shit, yo.
0: I'm just looking at him mad, regular, and shaking my head, like, yes, okay, keep going. (laughs) Anyway, okay, go ahead before she goes into the world and does what.
1: You got to give me the mic. We only got one. Anyway, oh, and to be fair, we have two mics. She just lost the cord. (laughs) No, you said it was me. Um, anyway, I don't know. I can't listen, if a woman in a twenty year twenty year relationship came to me and said this exact thing, if I was to tell her, hey, you should leave that man, that's wildly irresponsible of me. That's like super duper irresponsible. You smell fart or something? <laughs> you should see her face while I'm talking. That is why they're responsible fucky. You you can't tell you can't tell a woman. In that scenario, to just leave. That That's a situation where she knows that man. 20 years, like she knows that man. There's something they can do to work something out and, you know, put them back in each other's good graces or figure out what the fuck is wrong with him because it might be a him issue. It might have nothing to do with her. You get what I'm saying? And that's for her. She's a grown woman. She's been with this nigga for 20 years. Talk to that man and find out what's wrong.
0: Okay, I'll take that answer because I'm like you're saying I'm in very calm moods today because we're home now. What if he cheated early on in the relationship, like maybe year two or three, and it was literally the first, like you know, one or two times, and that was it.
1: Now again, it it, it it's kind of nasty work because it ends up being the same thing, because it's like if he cheated in the first year or three y'all were together and y'all made it to year 20 and he hasn't been unfaithful since then, but you found out on year 20, ask yourself, what the fuck would you do? Like, why leave? Why, like, it. it's not, he's treating you good, kids are taking care of, kids went to school, y'all on vacations, he's all about you, but he cheated 17 years ago and he's about to have to deal with that shit? Nah, I don't know. I, I think even in that case, it's like, I, I told you what I would do. Okay, yeah. explain it. They can't hear you. Um, loud ass. Anyway, if it was me, let's say I'm, I'm with V and, and we're 20 years in and we're celebrating our 10-year anniversary, and I found out that she cheated on me between years one and two. She said three. I, three, I'm smacking somebody. I don't know about no three. Two, I said two. I said two. I swear on everything I love, I said two. Between years one and two, right? If she cheated on me between years one and two, I won't say a word. I won't even tell her I found out. I'll probably be more thankful she ain't fuck it up after that. Because if I would have found out year three, she would have been listen. she have been on the fucking streets, nigga. I don't know. I don't know what she would have been doing.
0: Okay, I get that premise, and I put myself in that scenario when you brought it up that way. If let's just say that you did something like that, I would stay with you. I gave it some thought. I would bring it to your attention, but it's not like I would like dwell on it to where we're going to argue about it or I'm gonna crucify you for it. Because in the beginning stages, you are getting to know someone you are trying to see who they are. Maybe you're just not comfortable. And we met each other very young. We've said that multiple times on this show. I was only 23 when I just turned 23 when I met you. So to put that in a premise, like, you know, in some type of premise perspective, I'm sorry. Um, you really don't know what it is that you want so young initially and if you do know what you want sometimes people lack guidance or like they've been through things so you have to give some type of grace that's how I feel so if that was me and it was you I wouldn't I would probably bring it up more likely than not but I wouldn't be upset because you shown me that you're not that kind of guy now or whatever after year three
1: right and and it's like, what do you grade this person on? That's why it, it's still be not a history thing with the 20 years and he cheated in year 19 or 20. That to me is like, we've been together 20 years. What the fuck is wrong? Like, what happened? Like, what's going on with me as a man? You feel me? And can we go to therapy and work through this shit together type shit? Because I, 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 that's what I would do if it was you who cheated year 19 and 20. I'm like, yo, before, before I call this shit quits, what's wrong? Like, why would you do me like that? Like, all the things we've been through, I've been good to you. I- I've been good to you. I've been this, I've been that. Kids together. Like, what the fuck happened? Like, I would need an explanation, like a thorough exp- explanation before I make a big either mistake or, you know, I move on.
0: Would any explanation be good enough to understand why I did it? Is there an explanation that you're willing to take and not fight against it? And t- question number two would be, can people who've been in relationships or marriages for so long actually take therapy seriously and learn from it
1: um to answer question 1 which was if if there's an explanation good enough honestly there's several there's several
0: and what would those be
1: if again if can can I help you you need something what is that I told you we at home, guys. The ghetto has arrived. Um. Uh, anyway, yeah, nineteen twenty. You cheat, and I'm like, yo, what's going on? And then we go to therapy for it, and we're sitting down. And you tell me, well, you know, I'm just, I, I just, I lost myself in us, and that, yo, that I'm not gonna lie. After twenty fucking years, that's a valid reason. If that's something, but then it's gonna fall on the person who, you know, who did the infidelity. I would then put it on them like, well, is this something you see yourself doing again? Because if it is, then I'm out. If this was like, you know, I lost myself, like I've been about you for 20 fucking years. I've been about these kids. I've been about it's just been us, us, us. I I fucked up and stepped out because I just you know I got I felt trapped. I felt th- you know how women get women to say shit like that. Men won't say shit like that. Men are dirt bags. I'll, I'll you know I'll take this is one of those. I'll take accountability. Men won't really say, "Oh no, nah, I felt trapped. I felt this. I felt that." It's more of like, "Yo, I just, yo, I just, you know, it didn't even mean anything. I just wanted to just. I've I've had Jack coochie for twenty years. It's like, I just wanted to try a different cooch. <laughs> Men won't say that.
0: That's old D Wild. He won't say that. But that might be. What it is. I mean, even if he doesn't say it, she's thinking it anyway. Coming home to the same chicken every day. I'm pretty sure you get tired of marinade, grill, whatever. You want some beef. Ooh. Excuse me. When you home and relaxing, you start to but. I don't know. For a man, he's going to have to come up with a better reason than that. Maybe his hairline is receding, or maybe she's so consumed in her wifely duties that she's neglecting him, or she not sucking his balls the way that she needs to, or licking his ass, or doing new things. Like, I get it. So you're going to go to a younger whippersnapper or a woman who's willing to do those things, but don't make it seem as if, oh, I just wanted to try some new coochie. Like, don't, like, there's more to it. Men do feel like they want to express if they still have it or not. Y'all do that a lot. And I know you can't speak right now because there's only one mic, but here you go, sir.
1: Men have multiple ways of finding out if they still have it or not without intercourse. I, I just don't, I don't personally think you have to go fuck someone to find out if you still have it or not. I just, I don't think that's what you have to do. You can find, you, you know, if you have it or not every fucking day of the week. Legit
0: and how would you know that you still have it or not as a man?
1: It's it's the way they they react to you without you having to do too much. You don't have to do too much. You know you still have it when you go somewhere, you wear, you know, you wear that outfit and you see, you catch dudes looking. I'm telling you, one time we went to Walmart, you know, when we used to steal from there. <laughs>
0: First of all, first of all, please don't ever listen to that part because that is really wild. We were not scanning tomatoes as flat screens. We ain't about to get no, we ain't.
1: She can speak for herself. I'm still a master from Walmart. Anyway, we went to Walmart one time, and then a dude I, you know, I was acquaintances with. He saw V, and then he was like, "Damn!" But then he saw me, and he was like, "Oh shit, what's good, big bro?" And I'm, he's like, "Yo, that's you." And I was like, "Yeah." He was like. Damn, bro, she got a sister. And I'm like, nah, that's just the ugly. Like, you know, you know, just that's the banter. But like to me, in my mind, even if a man didn't come and tell you that, which I'm pretty sure men give you compliments, it's not that's not foreign. That's not something I'm insecure about. Men give you compliments. It's like that tells me V still got it. So it's like when I have to tell a woman, oh nah I'm in a relationship, I'm cool, you feel me? It, when I have to do those things without having to do anything. Like, I didn't go after Shorty. It's not like I invited. If I'm just sitting there in my essence and someone is approaching me and told their friend to go approach me and that I got to, you know, calmly, kindly deny it and say, oh, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. That, to me, so- tells me I still got it, whether I'm looking for it or not. You feel me?
0: <laughs> that brings me to my next. That brings me to my next. Um, I just want to know, I know we spoke about this before, but why are men when they're letting a woman down so gentle? It's like, no, no, thank you. I'm in a relationship no i'm sorry like no it's not i'm sorry i'm in a relationship because that's giving the impression like damn i'm sorry i'm in a relationship so i can't talk to you you have to say i'm in a relationship i can't speak to you thank you like can you can men be direct when they like let down women can you do it in a way where they understand not i'm sorry yeah i'm with her so i can't give you my number
1: Well, again, I'm a logical man, and you're an emotional woman, so of course that's how you would perceive it. But when I'm saying I'm sorry, it's not I'm sorry if I wasn't with her, I'd be fucking and sucking your pussy. That's not what the I'm sorry is about. The I'm sorry is I'm sorry you wasted your time talking to me because I'm just not available. And you got to remember, women are funny, right? They'll tell you to deal with women all aggressive and all rough that's how women deal with women. Really think about what I'm saying here. The feminine energy plus the feminine energy is, is that's what that is. My masculine energy. I'm not going to deal with a woman with like grown man gloves. It's not like a dude just came up to me and asked me for my number. It's like, it's a woman, let her down easy. There's no reason to be rude. There's no reason to be mean. Not to mention, I always believe in, um, I believe in, Even in an interaction like that, I believe in leaving a decent impression. You know why? You never know when this person's going to spin the block. And this person might end up being someone you need to use in the future for something. You never know who these people are. You get what I'm saying? So, in my opinion, you let them down easy. You feel me? You have... You kind of give yourself the cushion, at least in in the back of her mind. She's like, oh, he was nice about it. He wasn't rude. He's a faithful guy. What a lucky girl type shit. Like, that's what's going to go through her mind. I don't think she's sitting back talking about, shit, he was so nice, I'm finna go fuck him anyway. Like, I don't think that women are thinking like that. (laughs)
0: Listen, there's, oh, I get it. Later in life, you might need this person and burn bridges. I'm just being jokeful. I get the whole letting them down with grace because I know if a woman tries to like, let down a man like that, they're going to get the fucking slapped. You know how men nowadays, like <laughs> you can't say nothing to them because they'll try to like beat you up and do all types of crazy stuff when you don't give them their, like, your number. So I get it. Yes, let them down with the grace. It's a beautiful thing. It, it's the mature thing to do. Don't try to back up from the mic. I don't like when you do that because i need you to respond back all right so here's the thing right now what if you tell her i'm sorry you know i got a girl and then she'd be like fuck you you fat bitch or like you know how men be like oh you an ugly bitch <laughs> anyway i ain't want you like what are you gonna say then
1: on well, everything i love i'm gonna bust out laughing i i promise you i could never take that serious I'm like, bitch! You wanted to suck this dick. Fuck out of here! You mad? Ha, ha! You ever said like I would laugh? Like I wouldn't even really engage like that in my mind. I would think that, but I'm be like, yo, this chick is weird. Like, damn, you wanted it that bad. I really still got it. You feel me? Because that's that's the whole point, right? Figuring out if you still got it. And again, I just don't think you gotta really go out your way and flirt and talk to somebody and get them to the point. And this just, I just think there's a lot of things that happen. Way before you cross the line in, a, like while you're in a relationship, way before you cross the line, there's things that can tell you you still got it. I just think the whole excuse, of, oh, I'm trying to see if I still, you know, I'm still who I was. Take your fat ass to the gym, and I'm pretty sure you'll be fine, bro. Like, mm.
0: speaking of going to the gym real quick. So you know how at the job that I work at, people are always complaining about pain. There was a young man; he's like 35 years old like six something feet and roughly 200 close to 300 pounds he's always complaining about back pain knee pain so I told him maybe you should go to the gym he got so offended he told me (laughs) that he ain't got no problem with being fat he said that he still get bitches being fat he was like really going off and I said you know I'm not telling you because I'm saying like you're fat and sloppy I'm just telling you because you're complaining of this pain and you are a little overweight a lot of this pain could be alleviated if you go to the gym like I'm not saying you're repulsive or anything I'm saying it's for your overall health he's like oh I'm not going on anybody's merit so I'm like I see this topic is very touchy for you as a man so I won't you know hurt your ego even more I'm just saying to be healthy your blood pressure is high Like, you know, be more active. Oh, I walk. I said, you know, walking is great. He's like, oh, I walk for 10 minutes a day. 10 minutes is not suffice. But he got really offended based off of like me saying that. Why are people so offended by the truth when you tell them? And you can even say it in a professional medical way and they still find a way to be offended.
1: I think that case in particular is very unique because you're dealing with someone who's at your job, looking for pain medication, so they're already like kind of bottom of the barrel in the sense of like the denial and the defensiveness. Because if you tell him he's taking too much pain meds, he'll have the same reaction. You get what I'm saying? So it's he's just in that box of you feel me? Where no, I don't need to change. I'm fine the way I am. Type shit. Like he's in that box. So he's a terrible example. I get what you're trying to say. He's terrible. Like because he's really he's really the pits.
0: But you know what's crazy? A lot of them, you know, someone had the doctor amend their notes because they put obese on there. I'm just like, wait a second. So we've gone from being able to be truthful, even in the medical field, but now we can't do that because you're sensitive, because you're big. But they're telling you to go work out so you can benefit from it health-wise, but you're so worried about your image as the physical that you're not worried about your health. You're more so – you are you feel attacked because you're big, and it doesn't make sense to me for people to do that, man or woman.
1: I think they feel attacked because they're sensitive. And again, with homeboy, he's a fiend, so it's like ain't, ain't nothing else to do but to be defensive, but we live in a – um. You know, we live in a day and age where it's sensitivity over everything. Um, I'm, are you familiar with Kai Sinat, right? Who's
0: that? the The one that had the Nicki Minaj? Yeah. yeah, I know who he is now.
1: Kai Sinat. Um, he's a streamer. For anybody who doesn't know, he's a very young streamer, very popular streamer. He took a stance and told the world how upset he was at Little Nas X mocking Christianity. And you would think. It's okay for him to feel like that. You get what I'm saying? Like that's his religion. If you know what I'm saying, not saying that he's holier than thou when he's at church every Sunday. But if you grew up and that was your religion, and now you see this guy who you know, like Little Nas X, mocking Jesus and and all these other people. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, damn, you can't have an opinion on that. Which is. Which is the day and age we live in. So that's why, you know, most of the time, it's not that I'm careful about what I'm saying. I say what the fuck I want to say, but I always know how to say it to get, you know what I'm saying, get the point across without really super duper offending people because people get offended. I'm the only thing I don't bite my tongue about is about motherfuckers being fat because i'm fat so i feel like if i'm fat i could tell a the motherfucker they fat and call them all the fat names that i know because i know a lot of fat names you get what i'm saying so it's like if, if i was if i was like super duper in shape i would never disrespect a fat ass you feel me like i wouldn't do that but because i'm a fat ass i'm about to call you every roly-poly giant baloney name in the book and you shouldn't be offended because i'm a fat person talking to another fat person
0: But you know what's crazy? People still find a way to be offended. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. If I'm fat and I'm calling you fat, what is the problem? We two fatties together. So me, 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 no, I ain't watching nothing. Like, I'm just saying, first of all, my forehead and my neck need to lose weight. So I am a part of the tubby club. So I'm just saying there there has to be some type of awareness for yourself that you are overweight and stop being offended by it. That's that's the point that I'm trying to get to. That's that's just it. I need y'all for 2024. Y'all want honesty. Y'all want loyalty. Y'all want respect. First, accept the truth, regardless of how the truth is being delivered. Just because your perception is this, your perception is reality. No, it's a reality. It doesn't make it the reality.
1: That's the um. that's a very feminist feminine mindset of like not being able to accept the truth cuz like we always say men men whether they you know have a adverse reaction to the truth they know how to accept the truth like a dude knows where he is in the you know in the pecking order like we, no for real like dudes know we kind of talked about it i'm not saying any names but we talked about it we we observed two gentlemen and we, real, we were able to psychoanalyze them pretty quick and realize the type of women they go after. This is just an example. One of the gentlemen, very confident, you know, and talks a certain kind of way, and you could tell he's a chubby chaser. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. like. But you could tell he likes bigger women because he's a smaller guy. He likes bigger women because bigger women would kind of like, they'll probably fawn over him. Like They'll be like, oh my God, he's so sexy. He's so this, he's so that. And you could just tell... Like, for a bigger woman, he's probably one of... He's probably in the top five best-looking guys they've ever been with. So he knows that. So he'll probably go one above his level, one below. Because men understand that. Then the other gentleman, because he has a little money. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has a little money. He he has some businesses. He has all that.
0: He going out of his league, bitch.
1: Yeah, because of the money aspect of it, um, he's going to go above his his like match wh- right where he's where financially, because he's very stable, very, you know, he, he's capable financially. So in his mind, it puts him at like a seven or eight, which he's actually maybe a six. And God. I don't, I don't know how to, i truly don't know how to rate men for women. I don't know how to do that. I just know how to rate women for men. Um, from my perspective, where he'll go for the model or the Instagram girl or you know, the chicks that rappers a date, he'll try to talk to them, but they won't talk to him because they're chasing rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, he goes above, and when it doesn't work, he kinda blames them and, you know, says, well, this is why you can't be nice, and this is why you can't be this, when in reality, you're just kinda shooting above where you need to shoot, my brother. Like, there's levels to it. Like, there's levels, I think. There's
0: plenty of levels, and I feel like people now, they shoot so high for the stars, without realizing like, but what are you? And I know that's uh, probably too harsh of a reality, but if you look a certain way, you are a certain way, you you can actually look at som- somebody sometimes and guess their type, right? I think it's easier for women to guess a man's type most of the time versus, than vice versa, because when people look at me, they don't assume that I would be with somebody like you. So they probably think that I'm like gonna go for some, you know, high sedity type of man when that's not true, so, yeah, people go out of their league. That's <laughs> that's pretty much it. People just need to stay within their league, and it's okay if you have if you're high maintenance or have high goals and you're shooting for the stars. I'm not saying not to. I'm just saying just understand that with those expectations, there will be disappointments.
1: Yep, and that that's pretty much the base of it. I mean, but I I do think men are better at knowing. What level are they at, like like level they are at, and kind of hovering around there. But again, once you get a little bit of money, as a man, you do try to shoot a little higher. But a guy like him, if he was taller, maybe a little darker, maybe had more hair, he would um, don't laugh. He would probably be able to keep those types of women, because because women are women love to say they're not visual creatures like men are, but women are really visual creatures too, like they know that and then with women 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 know who they can get and who they can't get but you know because women rarely get denied they kind of just figure they can fuck everybody and god forbid she gets a bbl she's she's like a three without the bbl in her mind that bbl puts her at a fucking 15 out of 10 and she'll go after any and everyone and then talk to you crazy like i remember one girl with a bbl talked to me crazy And I'm looking at this bitch like, yo, you couldn't even sniff the sweat off my balls. Like, I would never let you near me for you to be this rude. Like, you're so rude. Like, you really think, you think everybody in here wants to fuck you because when a woman has that mindset too, she's very rude. She treats you like you're underneath the earth type shit. And I don't don't really like that either, but that's the same way. Like, a woman with a BBL is like a, 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 yep, an average woman with a BBL is like an average nigga with money. Same thing
0: basically and you know i i'll say that some women that do get the bbls don't have that mindset mindset same like thing for men but majority of the time that's what it is oh these bitches can't fuck with me because i got money or oh these men on my dick because of my body but y'all both went out there to chase what you have now in order to get the opposite sex for them to look at you so stop trying to act like you ain't get that ass majority of the time to be looked at and stop acting like you ain't get that money so you can stunt on these bitches.
1: But there's a very distinct difference about those two um th- what the hell? Back up. I don't want that dog to throw up on me. I'm gonna be pissed. Um, there's a very distinct difference between those two examples. A BBL you go and pay for that. Like a nigga can't just wake up and make money. Like you have to work hard to Make money, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, true, I get it. But in that same token, she still had to save money to get that BBL. Ain't no five thousand dollars for no BBL. A good BBL costs more than five thousand
1: you're, dollars. You're still trying to equate her working her little regular ass job to get five to ten thousand dollars, then get a discount because she used her own fat to put it in wherever she putting it in. That's not necessary. That's not equal. You know, it's not equatable. You just upgraded your appearance while this nigga had to... You got to understand, this dude might have been working hard since he was 15 to get the money he got at 35. Bitch, you worked hard for a year and a half to get the body that you bought instead of built. You get what I'm saying? It's very different.
0: I get what you're saying. And I'm trying to be civil here before you piss me off. (laughs) But you have to save money for all the things that they're getting done, okay? All right. (laughs) (laughs) I I'm really (laughs) I am going to stay. I want to sound I want to sound the way that I'm sounding right now. And I know that it gets he don't he keeps he keeps telling me he doesn't have the energy that I'm trying to get him to take out.
1: You know what's funny about her? When we're in the studio, she don't even have this energy, this combative energy that I be having in the studio for her ass. She just be smiling, looking off in the fucking room and shit and be glazed over. We in the house all calm. Now she wants to have combative energy. Girl, get your ass on with this one mic shit. Fuck out of here.
0: Listen, I just want to thank y'all for tuning in for as long as y'all did. Because I know it's very, like... It's, it's like, again, low quality, high vibrations. And I do come with the energy. I'm just trying to wake his ass up because he's looking like he just paid $45 for a fresh fry. And he's looking real sad and real down. And I know he mad because he wants to get a BBL and he just can't get a BBL.
1: <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm out of here. Vanessa blowing my shit. I'm done.
0: Um, but. This episode was to make sure that we make up for not being able to produce y'all with the quality. If you haven't already, make sure you download and subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Make sure you follow our TikTok at V-E-E-T-C-M-P. And where else? (laughs) Oh, he done done, huh? Little dumb dumb. You can also watch us on YouTube. And do you have any last words so we can... So we can finish this off.
1: I, got one mic. I don't got much to say. There's one mic.
0: Anyway, if you haven't already, just make sure you follow us on all platforms. Make sure. <laughs> I meant to say all, <laughs> all and r at the same time. And as always, tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell your mom tell her church friends. Cause church folks need a little what? <laughs> yes, that's right. Dick too. Toodle bitches. You're not going to say bye at all. No, say it right. I
1: said bye. Listen, minders, I love you guys. I will see y'all. I will see y'all, and y'all will hear me next week, hopefully in the studio.
0: It will be in the studio.
1: Please pay attention to how her fucking energy changes from in here to the studio. Please pay attention to that.
0: My energy be high, boy. He a hater. I li- bye.